It's the movement. It's the movement. It's the movement podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas and welcome back to the movement. Whoa. Episode nine. Here we are. Christmas edition. We are moving and grooving. We are rocking and rolling and we are jingling the night away. Jingling and jangling. Jangling and jingling. That's right. Shake that. We are here to give you guys some tips and tricks how to make your home more accessible for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. Or... If you don't celebrate that type of stuff, we're going to give you some tips and tricks on how to keep that guy out of your house. Keep him out. Keep him out. (laughs) Let's start off this episode, Moose, with a little history lesson. Where did Santa Claus even, where did he even come from? Where is this whole motive behind the Santa Claus coming in the chimney, bringing kids gifts? Where did that even spin off from? I'll tell you a little story about Santa Claus, Courtney. One thing's first and foremost, Santa, good old Satan Nick, started this tradition by making it rain. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, literally. Literally making it rain. Santa Claus, a.k.a. Saint Nick, (laughs) was going around Christmas time to uh, poor men's houses and throwing bags of gold inside their homes so that they wouldn't be forced to sell their daughters into prostitution. Big facts. It's real. Look it up. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it is real. It's important to know. It is. But mm-hmm. that's also not here what we're talk, here to talk about today. Not so let's about dive right into it. <laughs> Roofs, chimneys, and fireplaces, Moose. That's right. That's right. Santa's got to get down that chimney on Christmas Eve. How's he going to get down that chimney, Courtney? Well, glad you asked, Moose, because... <laughs> Statistically, there's only 40% of U.S. homes actually have a fireplace in them. So that means 60% of homes, Santa's got to figure out how to get into. How's he going to do that? Hope a magic key, because <laughs> I'm not really too sure. But we are also here to talk about how we're going to keep these fireplaces and chimneys clean and good for him to get down those fireplaces, the 40%. Okay, so how do you keep a chimney We're here clean? to help them out. We're mm-hmm. here to help them out, them out. So I have a... Stat from the National Fire Protection Association, the NFPA. NFPA. I don't know what I just did. They say that fireplaces, chimneys, flues, and venting systems must be inspected at least once a year. Damn. To avoid any issues or anything like that. Okay. So a lot of people, I know my mom definitely doesn't get hers inspected once a year. It's not even so. close. Um, but it is definitely something to, something to keep in mind. Definitely. At least once a year, people. Once a year. Unos so, años. What moose do, what should people know, or how do people know, I guess I should say, when it's time for someone to clean their chimney? So there's going to be a couple different factors that you're going to be able to see. Mm. One of those things is going to be a strong odor coming from your chimney. It's going to be soot. And what is soot, one might ask? It's ash. Dark, dark ash. Like that gross shit that you see in the bottom of your, exactly. your fireplace. Yeah, so That's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, your weak ass fires. Yep. You know, you don't want a weak fire. So those are there's plenty of 
red flags, I guess, as to, you know, signs that you should be cleaning your chimney. But those are really like the top three, I guess, that we could say. Mm -hmm. So next, though, you're going to want to get your chimney swept. It's going to cost you probably between 125 to 250 depending on the condition of your fireplace, right. um, the type of chimney that you have, and right. how old it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big facts. But what happens if you're not in the Christmas spirit, huh? If you are not in the Christmas spirit, Moose, I suggest you get your ass a cap for that <laughs> chimney because... <laughs> what happens if you don't want Santa stuffing his big old booty down that chimney? So, huh? Chimney caps are used to prevent animals from your home. They're used to keep moisture and rain out, and they protect, they protect the roof from burning embers, which is actually one of the leading causes of house fires Absolutely. currently. So very, very important thing. Chimney cap goes on top of your chimney. Mm -hmm. Very simple. And you can get them anywhere. We actually went and bought one last night from Literally Walmart. last night, yeah, for a client on their closing today. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much it. And then there's also like a couple different types of chimney caps too as well. We got the stainless steel ones and there's copper ones too as well. Copper are a little bit more expensive, but they're a little bit more durable. They're a little bit more favorable. Yeah, uh, they're all going to, you know, easily prevent rain from coming in. So, you know, if you really want some bougie, bougie material on the top of your million-dollar house, go with a copper. But you should be good on all other fronts there, too. Now, on to the next. Roofs. How are we going to make this roof good enough for these reindeers to land on, Moose? <laughs> Comet Rudolph? <laughs> How is Rudolph going to land on your roof if it's over 30 years old? You Tell know, me, Moose. I, I think he's going to fall through the fucking roof. He is. And then you're going to have a big problem and it's going to be a really shitty Christmas. So yeah. you want to make sure that your roof. You don't want to traumatize your kids when reindeer are falling <laughs> through your roof. Roof age awareness, people. That is the big thing we're trying to get at here. Most experts agree that a typical roof will last between 20, 25 years. Right, right. So if you are purchasing a house, make sure you're double checking on the roof age because it's going to be another huge fee that you're going to have to pay if that roof is at the end of its life. Right. And there's a couple signs that you could see that the roof is at the end of its life. Um, cracked shingles are a big thing. Uh, curled shingles. Um, you know, if a roof has more than one layer, that suggests that uh, mm -hmm. they added another layer in order to patchwork and things of that nature, right. too. So uh, watch out for that when Santa's coming to town. And those bald spots in your shingles. Yeah, bald spots. You don't want any bald shingles, cracked shingles, or curled shingles. You know what? This winter bald season. Bald spots or curly edges or crack. Ever. Bald Never. spots, curly edges. <laughs> crack <laughs> yeah don't want that this christmas <laughs> roof maintenance tips moose all right so you got to clean those gutters and you got to trim those trees you literally need to trim those trees make sure that you are at least pushing those tree branches back away because again one thing is there are leaves on trees those leaves hold water that mm. water drips onto your roof right moisture boom that's how that works. For sure. You also want to inspect your the roof for rust and mold, too, as mm -hmm. well. Those are also two big things. But those trees are going to be a problem for little old Rudolph. You're right. You're right. You can also check the roof integrity by going in the attic, too. Yes. So one thing, one big thing that uh, you just said, too, is when you want to see at least if there's mold or anything crazy like that, you're going to want to double check in the attic particularly under the insulation. If there are any good soft vents or anything like that, that will lead to moisture as well. I'm glad you said that because the next thing we had is people want to know if a snow-covered roof means good insulation. And the answer to that is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Isn't that wild, people? So a snow-covered roof means your attic is doing its job. Break it down for the people, Courtney. (laughs) You also want to keep an eye out for icicles, too, because if you see icicles on the side of your house, that also is another sign of heat loss. So if your roof is warm enough to melt patches of snow on the roof and it's actually cold enough outside. Oh, shit. (laughs) Cold enough outside for snow to be refreezing. Yep. Then your roof is not doing its job. It's not keeping in not the working. heat. It, you're losing heat. So you have you, something's going on over there. You got to fix that. So the answer is yes. If your roof is covered with snow, that means it is insulated very well. That's right. That's right. But That's right. That's even more right. <laughs> so right. <laughs> Do you have so anything? Right. <laughs> the most right. Um, but back to roofs and chimneys mm-hmm. and Santa. Just going to let you know, I believe. <laughs> couple last couple last tips that we want to add on there, too. Stockings. You got the stockings hanging over your chimneys. Yo. Keep an eye on those. Huge. That shit catches on fire real quick. You guys are going to have a big problem. Huge, keep huge. an eye on your stockings. And then also, if you're trying to keep Santa out of there, you're not in the Christmas spirit, get a fucking ring system. <laughs> Security is huge and burglary is huge around this time of the holidays. It's such a big real thing right now. So you are going to want to make sure that you're not only getting a ring system, updating your security system Mm -hmm. and making sure you got an eye on your prop. Be aware because it might not be Santa trying to get into your house on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Probably those Amazon packages (laughs) trying to get inside your house, getting stolen from, you know, all those other people. But I think that we, we've given you guys all of our Christmas tips and tricks for this holiday season. That's we want right. everybody to stay safe. Have a happy holiday. Happy holiday. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Happy holidays, mother. It's lit. Do-do-do. 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 <laughs> <laughs>